Hey there, it's Thursday, January 4th, 2024. Season 2, episode 82 of What's Eating Kale. I'm Kale, and we got some stuff to talk about today. That's literally as cool as I get right there. once I was cool, <laughs> or at least once I thought I was cool, um, certainly cooler than I am now. That is uh, without a doubt. Uh, <clears throat> Got to be honest with you, I am consumed uh, in all of my spare time with my family tree. I just, I love it right now. Um, I am in my family all the way back to, I, I can go further than this. I can go back into England. Uh, but on the Gwyn side of my family, I'm back to 1684 when my first Gwyn relative arrived uh, in Maryland, by the way. And um, yeah, <clears throat> crazy stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, the people coming over with nothing and dying with nothing. Wills that you can read, literally handwritten wills. Um, just fascinating stuff. Fascinating. Um, really enjoying it though right now and make it bored of it someday. And when you hit a wall, <clears throat> it's hard to convince yourself to keep going because there's no, you know, for, for some relatives, especially early, like more recently, let's say grandfather, great grandfather, there's lots of records. There's lots of, you know, censuses and lots of, um, phone book records and all these things that, you know, show you who these people are and, and how they're connected. And as you go further back and you get into the early 1800s, the 1700s, and of course, all the way back to the late 1600s, there's not a lot of documentation. And so, I mean, it, it, gets, it gets more difficult. Um, but as I'm finding out, it kind of makes it more fun. So that is all I am doing in my spare time right now. I... Um, Got a little exercise in yesterday, worked my butt off. Uh, I got a lot done yesterday. Uh, about 3.30 or so, I wrapped up my work and went till 9 o'clock. Uh, working on the family tree. Loved it. Loved it. Um, I'm sure I'll return to it at some point in time today too, but uh, before then, I've got some stuff to do, including this. So let's do some what? Headlines? <clears throat> I have a very scratchy throat this morning. Um, I don't feel bad in any other way. It's a little scratchy. Um, everybody's waiting for the Jeffrey Epstein files to be released. They have been, and uh, that kind of—I I would just say that the the unsealing of the records sounded a lot like this thud. I don't think there's anything surprising there. There's a couple of interesting stories in the way they're written. Was the way they were written are, you know, kind of remind you of things. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but it wasn't as big of a deal, so it is not the top headline. And in fact, none of my headlines are really in any order. They really aren't. Uh, Kelly Clarkson's weight loss is for real. Um, she claims that moving to New York is everything that she needed because she's just more active and she's walking everywhere. And, um, 
she's into infrared saunas and just got a cold lunch. Cold lunch, by the way, is something I'd like to get. Um, it's she said she got it because everybody wore it down, and I get that that it's kind of a thing, but it is that the cold plunge and the cold thing is supposed to be life altering for your for your body. Um, so uh, she's also eating a protein based diet. So it is for real. I think a lot of people might have been thinking it was Ozempic or what have you, but. Um, it seems to be that she's just more active and that the move from LA to New York did her good. Britney Spears says she'll never return to the music industry. The pop star was responding to claims from the U.S. media uh, that she's lining up songwriters for a 10th studio album. And she says, just so we're clear, most of the news is trash. Um, they keep saying I'm turning to random people to do a new album. I will never return to the music industry. Now, I think you're an idiot. I mean, first of all, I don't know that anybody's going to say that, you know, Britney Spears might have been the smartest person I ever knew. I'm not saying she's dumb. I'm just saying that she's made some poor choices. I just don't think you should say never. I don't think you should say never ever. I think I'm going to make a prediction here that she will return to the music industry and make a new album at some point in time in her life. That's my prediction. Pat McAfee apologizes for being part of the Aaron Rodgers comment alleging Jimmy Kimmel was linked to uh, Jeffrey Epstein in the list. Um, His apology is a little convoluted in the beginning, uh, but it said, this is him talking live, by the way. I really apologize for my throat right now. Me, 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 me. There, now it's all better. Um, He says, I can see exactly why Jimmy Kimmel felt the way he felt, especially with his position. But I think Aaron Rodgers was just trying to talk shit. Now, did it go too far in a lot of people's dot, dot, dot? Jimmy Kimmel certainly said that it was, that that was the case. We and I immediately upon it happening tried to be like, whoa. Um, Then McAfee continued and said, um, we obviously don't like the fact that we are associated with anything negative ever. We like our sure to be uplifting and positive one, a happy one, a fun one. But because we talk shit and we try to make light of everything, some things obviously people get very pissed off about, especially when there are that series of allegations. We apologize for being a part of it. Can't wait to hear what Aaron has to say about it. Hopefully those two will just be able to settle this, not court-wise, but be able to chit-chat and move along. Well, that's awfully thoughtful of him. <clears throat> I, I don't know that I'm a big Pat McAfee fan. I mean, he is great at making headlines. I will give you that. Um, but uh, I just, I don't, I don't know. Not a big fan. Henry Louis Gates Jr. Uh, says his dream guest. Now, Henry Gates Jr., you know, this is right up my alley. Uh, he does the um, Finding Your Roots series on PBS. And um, they're, they're just starting a new season. First episode was Sierra and Alanis Morissette. And then they, they have a whole bunch more, including, um, interestingly enough, um, LeVar Burton, who the movie Roots is somewhat of an inspiration for the show. And uh, he said that his dream guest for the show that he's never had on but wants to have on, uh, Al Roker, um, Dolly Parton, Clint Eastwood, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar were among them. Um, He said one of the most interesting uh, episodes ever was Bob Odenkirk, 
from uh, Breaking Bad and then from um, uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, Bob Odenkirk's sixth grandmother was the lover of a German duke. Frederick Karl was his name. And they had a contract, and they even found the contract. They had like a, an actual shot of a digital version of the contract. Now, it, wasn't, it was like a photo of it. Um, and the contract said she would become his wife after his current wife died. Uh, she was living in the castle and everything. Unfortunately, the duke died before his wife did. So she never got to take her place. But because of that relationship... Bob Odenkirk is a distant cousin to King Charles. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. There's a couple of cool things in there where they, you know, other famous people who have submitted their DNA and what have you, um, that they can see, you know, kind of likewise in there who they're related to. Um, uh, Sierra is related to Derek Jeter, and it's it's kind of cool uh, when they when they do that stuff. Um, as I mentioned, the obscene list kind of landed with a thud. Uh, there's nothing we probably didn't already know in there. Bill Clinton is in there. Um, but when when you read through these stories, some of the articles will say, back in such and such a date, this is what so-and-so said about Jeffrey Epstein. And there's two interesting comments. One was, in the court records, it said that Jeffrey Epstein had told, I believe the victim, uh, that this is all revolving around. I don't know if you know the story, but there was a court battle uh, with Prince Andrew and the, there's a settlement and all the back in the day. And these are the records from that battle and um, they're, they were unsealed. And in those records was a quote that Bill Clinton, uh, that Jeffrey Epstein had told her or someone close to her that Bill Clinton liked his girls young. And that's obviously... I, I mean, I, I, Bill Clinton is weird. He like gets a pass because he is that guy, and like I don't think anybody questions that he's he's out there. <laughs> I mean, if I found out that Bill Clinton had never strayed from Hillary, that would be newsworthy. <laughs> uh, but just you assume that he's kind of a a hornball and not a good guy that way. Um, the other one though was. That the, I saw this this quote from Donald Trump regarding Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, this is back in 2002. I've known Jeff for 15 years, Trump told the New York Magazine in 2002. Terrific guy. He's a lot of fun to be with. It's even said he likes beautiful women as much as I do. And many of them are on the younger side. And got to be honest with you, that sounds just like Donald Trump. And that really sounds a lot like all this stuff that's going on. It's just just crazy. Donald Trump. Um, Michael Jackson. Uh, he was in the list, and so was David Copperfield. Now, this doesn't, doesn't mean anything. These are just people that were at parties. So I don't know that you can really take anything from it. That's the other part of the list was there was no real context in many cases. However, the Bill Clinton thing was a little interesting, I thought. SpaceX illegally fired workers critical of Elon Musk. A U.S. labor agency is um, claiming that. On Wednesday, that U.S. labor agency uh, said that SpaceX is unlawfully firing eight employees for circulating a letter calling for founder, calling founder and CEO Elon Musk a distraction and embarrassment. I don't think that's untrue. (laughs) It's just now 
I, I mean, seriously. And sh- if somebody is critical of the CEO, is that fire worthy? Is that even legal? To f- I, I don't know. I don't know why it's illegal. Is it publicly traded? Maybe it's publicly traded. I don't know. Last month, Oklahoma teenager Willis uh, Gibson became an internet sensation after he was the very first person known to beat the original Tetris game. Uh, He reached its true kill screen and where the game crashes. Um, President of the classic Tetris World Championship, (laughs) that's really hard to say. The president of the classic Tetris World Championship says, it's never been done by a human before. It's basically something everyone thought was impossible until a couple of years ago. Um, now, here's where it gets funny. This is like two stories in one. So a kid beats Tetris. Now, I, I, everybody my age played Tetris. Um, it's a, it's a addictive game. It's fun. And I, I don't know how far I've ever gotten, but I, I can assure you that I never got close to the end. Um, but this reporter is doing a story on this. 51-year-old Jane Secker. Um, she was doing a live broadcast on Thursday. Uh, this must have been last week. At the end of the segment, Secker appeared to break from script, stating, as a mother, I would just say, step away from the screen, go outside and get some fresh air. Beating Tetris is not a life goal. And she is all over the place in the criticism file <laughs> for saying that. First of all, he's probably going to make more money than you, you moron. Uh, second of all, you don't know. Maybe he's outside every day all day and plays Tetris for a couple hours. What do you know? You don't know nothing. I just, uh, poor, poor. I, I, I thought it was funny that all the way up until she said beating Tetris is not a life goal. He's like 15. Of course, it's not a life goal. It it should be maybe a goal for a fifteen year old. I don't know, but when I when she says beating Tetris is not a life goal, that that I thought it was funny when she said just step away from the computer and go outside. I thought that was funny. Then she had to just take it one step further, and she probably should get criticized. In sports headlines, the Indiana Pacers have the Bucks number, and they easily took the four game series or the five game series, four games to one. I, it just, this is obviously the start of a few, like, I, I, can, I don't know. They, they played since the beginning of the year. They're done already for the season. They won't be playing each other again unless they beat the playoffs. Um, but they just, the the game that the Bucks won against the Pacers, they looked great, and they did everything they were supposed to do. And then in all the other games, they didn't do any of those things. There's no offensive rebounding. There's I, they're, they're awful. Uh, when our shooting gets cold, we're just screwed. You know, we got to drive to the, well, whatever. I'm not going to get into basketball that much. <clears throat> um, one last story. Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill's Florida home caught on fire. It looked bad. I mean, there's smoke everywhere. Everybody's standing outside the house. Nobody's hurt. Um, he actually took off practice yesterday or whatever day that happened. And he um, had to tend to, oh, I got to get my house fixed. I got to, you know, there's <laughs> Some issues here. So, uh, yeah, that happened, and it looked for real. It was it was pretty pretty intense. For my buddy Dennis, some celebrity birthdays. Actor Barbara Rush from Peyton Place is 97 years old. Diane Cannon, 
big fan. Uh, 85. First time I ever saw her, she was in a. Oof, I want to say、uh, "Wanted Dead or Alive" with um, uh, Mr. Like, what is the guy's name? I can't think of his name. Anyway,、uh, yeah, beautiful actress, 85 years old. Country singer Kathy Forrester, the Forrester Sisters, is 69. Guitarist Bernard Sumner of New Order, 68. That's Bernard Sumner. Actor Ann Magnuson of Anything But Love is 68. Country singer Patty Loveless is 68. Julian Sands of the television show 24 is 66. REM's Michael Stipe is 64 today. Dave Foley, News Radio and Kids in the Hall, great comedic actor.、Uh, he's 61 today. Actor Dot Jones of Glee is 60. From the Bold and the Beautiful, Rick Hurst is 59. Pogue's former lead singer Kate O'Riordan is 59 today.、Uh, from Legends of the Fall, Julia Ormond is 59. Singer Deanna Carter is 58. Harmonica player Benjamin Darville of Crash Test Dummies is 57. Actor Josh Stamberg, The Affair and Drop Dead Diva is 54. Actor Jeremy Licht of Valerie, I don't know who this person is, is 53. Damon Gupton of Empire is 51. Jill Marie Jones of Girlfriends is 49. And The Good Place's Darcy、uh, Carden is 44. Spencer Chamberlain of the of Under Oath is 41. Comedic actor、uh, Charlene Yee、uh, of House and Seven Universe,、uh, Steven Universe, is 38. And actor singer Coco Jones is 26 today. How about that? That is what's eating kale today. Not a whole lot going on other than that. Hope you have a brilliant day today. Until the next time, make it a good one.